Hello, Wilder. First time we're on screen. Had to be looked oh at. I, I put lipstick on. Um, I I got out of bed and washed my face, and I think I put some makeup on, but you can't tell. Um, oh. you know. we're, we're definitely make cha making changes at Screen Thoughts, and we had our first Screen Thoughts um, film club. Where, How did it go? Oh my God, we did Yellowstone and you didn't come because you're, you haven't watched Yellowstone. I have not watched Yellowstone. But it was a great conversation. We'll be putting it up. We'll be putting the video up. And we're going to. How many people were there? Um, I don't know how many people were there, you know, tens, but not, not huge. Okay. But what we that. also decided is everybody spoke. So maybe it's good not to have too many people and then people can go in and watch and make comments, et cetera. So we'll see, but we haven't decided what to do for next month. So if anybody has ideas, send them to screenthoughts at gmail.com. Awesome. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah exactly. Now also uh, Mr. Sorkin, I'm, I'm having mixed feelings about him these days. How, why? I know. How, I know changed? people, people are going to think that there's something wrong with me. Well, well, maybe first, there is. Uh, well, that, we already knew there was, but this is in a new way. But first of all, I'm beginning to look at his female characters. And they always start out goofy, brilliant, brilliant, but goofy. C.J. Craig, one of my favorite characters of all time. That's number one. Number two, somebody who on the West Coast who I'm uh, close to, he was talking about Sorkin. He said, I know you love him and I don't want to talk about him. And I said, no, tell me, tell me the problem. He goes, the problem is whenever I hear a Sorkin dialogue, I say to myself, oh, that's a Sorkin dialogue. And I thought, you know, I'm just going to throw this out there. He's right. Everybody, he's everybody right. can roll their eyes at me however much they want. But that's the same thing with William Shakespeare. That's all I'm saying. Oh, you don't Shakes have a problem with that. Shakespeare Sorkin. You're right. You know, maybe that's you don't a have a problem when you okay. know it's Shakespeare. Okay. Maybe you're right. Okay. When I know it's Sorkin. All right. You know what? I love that. I can't wait to email him as soon as we're done with this. But I just want to live in the Sorkin universe and I'm okay with that. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> okay, Aaron. I'm sorry I doubted you for a moment. I didn't want to divorce you. I was just thinking about a trial separation. Well, and now you've come around. <laughs> I'm back. I'm sense. back. I'm back. But <laughs> this week, when we're also moving our screen thoughts, we're doing some minis. So we're instead of doing one or more than one review in a particular um, podcast, we're separating them out. So we put a, three podcasts up this week. So we had a couple of shorts and That's they're all doing well. Yeah. So thanks so much for listening. And I, we hope you'll spread the word. But this week, what the heck did you have me watch? Oh my God. I'm so excited to talk about this with you. I can't even wait. <laughs> okay, go for it. You do the intro. It's Kristen Bell's new show. It's on Netflix. It's called The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window. And it is a satire on all of the girl movies and shows. So Gone Girl, The Girl on the Train, Rear okay. Window, all of those. Yeah. Uh, and... I think everyone should watch it. I think oh if you're a God. fan of the genre, you'll find something in there. I think if you're not a fan of the genre, you you will enjoy it. I am not a fan of the genre, personally. Uh, I think it, there were many areas in which they did not go far enough, but there were many areas where I was laughing hysterically. Well, not only laughing hysterically, but I... I never think about Christian Bell. Oh, I love her. Okay. I just love her. I, I never think about her. When I started watching this midway into the first episode, I'm like, 
that girl has acting chops I didn't know she had. Mm-hmm. And she also, the camera loves her. I loved her. I had empathy for her. I thought she was super smart. I thought she acted very well. And again, this is exactly the kind of show that if every single thing is not done perfectly, it just fails, flops terribly. I well, and it's not getting it. a lot of love, but you loved uh, it? I loved it. I absolutely oh, I'm loved so it. glad. I was so curious what your response to this was going to be. Because I was like, people, and it's very polarizing. People either love it or they hate it. I love like, it. Yeah. And, I, you know, there's, I'm so glad that you loved it. Because- well, by the way, I loved it with a few caveats. Number sure. one, I, I don't think that needed to have all those episodes. I think the last episode, I think they could have shortened it to seven or six even. Um, I agree. But I I will say the last episode, like we were rolling on the floor laughing. Well, not only that, but the other thing is there's a, uh, we can't, we're not going to do, we're not going to do some spoilers here, but there's a girl in the last episode. And I did ask myself, how is it her mother allowed her to play that role? Um, I would. <laughs> I'm not sure I would. I'm not okay, but, but I, also, I have a very sick sense of humor. So, <laughs> well, by the way, which fits perfectly with mine. But let's go over a couple of things. Did you notice? I noticed this, but did you notice that the tombstones epithet yes. has it changes every time she goes there in every episode? It has a different quote. So, in episode one, the quote on the tombstone is, "If love could have saved you, you would have lived forever." That's which is very funny, right? The episode two, in heaven you can dance like no one is watching. Episode six, there is no I in heaven, which I love, absolutely love. I mean, every detail, including the wine, like how I, I'm watching her pour a bottle of wine into a large wine glass. And I'm thinking to myself, she pours the entire bottle and goes right to the top of the glass. And I thought, I've never seen anyone do that. But it no, was really amazing. fun to watch, you know. And so it's the first three minutes. If you watch the first three minutes of this show and you find it funny, you will like the rest yeah, of the show. Yeah, exactly. If you don't, turn it off and walk away. But also, we we did the Ricardos a couple of weeks ago. And remember how Lucy, Lucy, well, Lucy uh, is talks about how she does physical comedy. Yeah. Like, you know, that, that Danny Thomas next door does funny lines. She right. does physical comedy. I thought this was a modern version, was a modern version of I Love Lucy, huge with comedy. I loved it. I Absolutely think Chris Bell it. would be so flattered to hear that. Well, you um, think it's true? Yeah. I do, but I, I'm also a big fan of Kristen Bell and I think she's, she's, I loved The Good Place. I thought The Good Place was such a great show. I don't think I saw it. It's, it's in the same family as Parks and Rec and uh, The Office. It's it's by the same people who do a lot of those types of shows. Um, and it's fantastic. I mean, the first season is spot on. The second season's okay. But the third season, it just brings it all home. And they, she, she's the glue at the center of it. It's her and Ted Danson who carry the show, but they're beautiful, beautiful ensemble. And she, she plays someone who accidentally ends up in heaven. Right. And that's revealed in the first five minutes. So I'm not, I'm not giving anything away, but you can't swear in the good place. And so the way that she delivers all of her lines when she's trying to swear is just like, it's just 
so perfect. She is so <laughs> funny. Everything she does, like she's kind of a trash person and you know it. And like every time she she tries to swear, she's like shirt balls, shirt balls. And she's like, you know, I'm trying to say shirt balls and not shirt balls, right? Like, and you just go along with her on everything. And I think she took all of that and put it into this and then added the physical element on top of it. Okay, well, she's best known for her frozen role for sure. Yes. Yeah. And I remember her from Gossip Girl, but I think she chooses her roles very well. And I don't think this was an easy part to play. I really don't. I don't think this was an easy part to play either. There's um, there's a monologue she gives at the grave when she's talking about how she's feeling. Um, and she kind of revisits the same metaphor over and over and over again. And I could see a version where Kristen Wiig delivered this in like an SNL skit where yeah, it was like yeah. really over the top and just like, really intense and she did that but in the context of the show so it carried and it really really worked and I and I agree with you it is not easy to do no and it's not e like you're with her the whole way through she's an incredibly unreliable yep. narrator you don't yep. know what to trust out of her ever but her and you can't trust your own events you can't trust so your own eyes either so no. so it, what's great about it is you really never know where we are reality speaking wise but after a while I, I'm, I'm on her team. Yeah. So once you're on her team, you just want her to be safe and you want her to fix whatever it is that's so broken. And the other thing is, it's very sad, but I, I could not stop laughing at how her daughter dies, which we're not going to yeah, yes. feel. And then I thought to myself, you sick person. Hollister. You? Yeah. Like what's oh, wrong yeah. with you that you think that's a funny way for a kid to die? Like it's supposed to but be. It is. It is. I would highly recommend this to anybody who just wants to have a whodunit that you could figure out. It's figure yes. outable. Okay. We guessed it in the first episode. <laughs> we did. Oh, you did? Yes. Oh, I didn't. I did not at all. But we, but we also had a lot of fun being like, no, it's this person. No, it's this person. No, it was this. It was the dog. Like it was, it was so much fun. Anyway. So good. So good. And also I thought her artwork was really beautiful. Yes. Pay attention to the details. When you watch this show, there's, um, there's mm -hmm. a moment where she walks upstairs into her attic and she's an artist and she has this stack of books there where, and she's looking for something in her, in her attic. <laughs> The titles on the books are, you too can be an artist. Yes, you also can be an artist. And then the last one is, you as well can be an artist. It's very funny. <laughs> they're just, every it's, every they're detail. Just every All the detail. details are fantastic. Yeah. Just really, when you're watching it, pay attention to what's going on around her. She's she's fantastic. She carries the show really well. The supporting cast is really good too. Uh, Will Ferrell produced this. I think it's one of the first thing he did away from Adam McKay. Um, and I love that they went for something new and different and fun and challenging. And like, they, they freaking did it. And I enjoyed every moment of it. So did I, so did I. Now Glenn Close has a cameo. We're not going to tell yes, you where, um, but also I think one of the reasons she was given that cameo is because Agatha Christie's Crooked House, which is another story that featured something similar to this. So Glenn Close is a perfectly cast at the end, you know, at where mm -hmm. we see her come in. And then um, the other thing is on first class, the woman would not have been in, she would have been in seat 2C, not 2A, just so you know. I just want to say, 
wait first class is set okay. up i just i just thought it was hollister important. can speak from experience here yes exactly <laughs> i can i can um anyway i just want to say uh, thank you for having me watch it I i'm actually, so glad i picked one you liked <laughs> okay but i also want to first of all uh, you know titles matter Yes. And I, and when I first saw this title, I'm like, really uh, seriously. And then I thought it's the perfect title. So I so want to give the one title thing credit. I want to give in case, in case the writers and creators are, are listening to us. The only note I had only note was that the title should change every episode and get more and more ridiculous. Oh my God, so like it should have started with the woman and then the woman in the house the woman in the house across. The oh, street. I love that. What a great idea. We'll make and sure then that the last yeah. episode goes dot, 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 or is it? <laughs> uh, absolutely. Now Hugh <laughs> Davidson put this together. He's a very funny guy, but he's known for robot chicken, Mike oh, Tyson yeah. mysteries, nobody's robot chicken, star Wars. Looney so, Tunes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, it makes sense that he would have put this together. Really, really liked it. I just, I really like to take a risk I, I really like it when creators and and people of stature take a risk on something. And I, you know, Kristen, Kristen Bell didn't need to do this show. I love that she did. So did she get paid a lot of money? Do you know? I have no idea. Um, I do love that her character's name is Anna. Same as her as her frozen character's name. <laughs> Actually, um, I, I hadn't even made that connection, but that's brilliant also. But not, I, you and know, by the way, none of these things are chance items. I'm sure they no, thought no. they were every one of them. Every oh. single, every single yeah. thing yeah. that's done in this show is done purposely. I mean, when you cut to her, her flashes of what she thinks happened, it's like all of us, like, you know, that moment in the shower where you're like envisioning the fight that you want to have with that person that oh, yeah. you never actually yeah. have. Like that's the version of oh, all every of her day. imagination. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's so um, on the nose. It's perfect. The other thing is there's a, a, a mean girl neighbor who turns yes. out to be a mean girl. Um, there's this one part and I just could not stop laughing. It's such a little thing, but it was like, she's buying chocolate bars from the kid next door. <laughs> And she said, do you have anything with almond? And she said, oh, the lady next door bought them all, all the ones with almonds. And she, then you hear her say later as she's drinking herself to oblivion, who buys all the almond chocolate bars? Who does that? You yeah. know? <laughs> and I thought, oh my God, does that mean the fact that I always buy all the mint cookies from the Girl Scouts makes me that girl next door? Anyway, there isn't- You can always moment, order more of those. Uh, there's not a moment in this show that you're not going to have to be on your toes to pick up whatever nuance they're putting in front of you. And the cinematography, I think is beautiful. I loved her house. Loved it. her house is great. Oh I think God. they did. I think they did a really good job with, with everything surrounding her because she yep. is an unreliable narrator, but you also, so is everyone else around her. And so you, there's no one to trust. There's nothing in this that you can rely on yeah. in the storytelling. And I think that's, I've never seen that before. I've seen the unreliable narrator before, but I've never seen it where everyone around them also has their own ridiculousness. Fabulous, and fabulous. I had so much fun. Great choice. Thank you. Thank you. Yay. Everyone enjoy.